The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. begin this episode with announcements good news from both of us chris I, I would like you to elaborate on the fact that this podcast is now so important to pop culture that your advice has influenced the fate of scandoval please elaborate for our listeners so I mean, it really is like the thesis of our podcast is to help these people like get out of the the bad press that they're in. We're givers. We are givers. And Howie Mandel, my nemesis, announces on some weird video with two people that I don't know that Tom Sandoval is coming on his podcast to give his side of the story and only on his podcast which is exactly the pitch that I gave Tom Sandoval to do to fix himself. Now, now did you it, did you say Howie Mandel's podcast? 
I didn't. I said like call her daddy or another adjacent podcast. Is Howie Mandel, my nemesis's podcast, the same debatable, but I'll take it. What did Howie Mandel do to you, Chris, that he's your nemesis? Well, <laughs> I how do I how do I even explain this? Okay. A friend of mine was producing a TV show that was like for people and it was a web-based show. Okay. And they when they started doing it, they needed people to come in and like comment on pop culture. So okay. a, a few times I went on and being a guest, being like, okay, this happened on this show. Like, what do you, what's your take? Kind of like a talk soup, kind of like a, this. And there was a host named Lindsay Rodriguez. And there was, like, my friend was producing it. Howie Mandel did a whole episode of this show with the host. And at the end of it, there was like, I think a thing about housewives and he didn't know it or so. I can't remember what the actual segment was, but it right. was like something he wouldn't be able to like comment on. So they brought me in at the very end. They were like, we just need you at the very end of this, the last segment of the show. Cause there's stuff that he doesn't know that we want to cover. So you can go on with him. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to say no to me and Howie Mandel, like being, you know, co-hosts, right. Best buds. Sure. Best buds. So we get on the thing. I'm wearing a camo jacket and like the first thing he says when we get start, like, I'm like, I'm freaking out. Oh my God. Like a celebrity is in my midst. Like, haha, we have, I have a joke. And then he makes a comment being like, I can't even see you because like I'm wearing camo, which then immediately made me just be like, okay, that wasn't even funny. And like, oh, really? And it kind of like took me out of the whole thing. And like, he wouldn't even <laughs> let me speak at all. And so at you, the end, like, okay, there is more than just that no, one remark. No, yes. Okay. And then at the end of it, like, the host was like, Chris, what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. And I just didn't say anything because I felt like so defeated because he barely let me speak. And like everyone that watched it was like, wow, he was really mean to you. So now I, as much as he was nice in person, Howie Mandel, you are my nemesis. Wow. Doesn't Howie Mandel, uh, he has, he's, he has very bad OCD, right? Yeah. We, they, we were told beforehand, like, do not, he will not shake your hand. Just like, he'll do a fist bump. And I was like, I'm just going to say, hi, it's nice to meet you. Like, I'm not going to try to do anything. Right. Right. He was, I think he was handsome in person. I will say. Well, let's break into his home and put vinegar <laughs> on the floor and olive oil yep. on all the doorknobs, human feces on the outside <laughs> of his toilet when he goes in there. That being said, how's that for camo, Howie Mandel? <laughs> you son of a bitch. But now, like, look, they took my advice and. Hey, you know, should Howie Mandel be someone we fix on this uh, show? Maybe. Maybe. And I have a personal vendetta against him. And that's we should we actually. Should maybe he should be the first celebrity we have on live and do like and a be, live fixing. People have said, like, you should bring someone on live and try to fix them live. And I said. Why not? I, I was like, we'll get there, but maybe we shouldn't. I'd be like, you remember me? And he's going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ruined my life. <laughs> and he's going to be like, I don't remember even doing that thing that you're talking about. <laughs> so obviously this, I get this news from, you know, our Vanderpump Rules correspondent, Miss Erin Bagwell, our guest mm -hmm. for this cannibal episode. And she did listen to the entire interview and did give me spark notes. None of the things that I said that he should say in the interview are things that he said in the interview. But <laughs> nevertheless, he still did what I said he should do. So I think it's a win. And you all should go to Erin Bagwell's uh, Instagram where she has reels of the uh, the crib notes on the Tom and Howie Mandel interview. And it does... It, 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 he does answer 
many questions that, that, that we people have. had. He's yeah. almost, almost a semi-sympathetic figure now at this point. I don't, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how I don't know if I could talk about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't longer. even matter. It doesn't matter. However, listen, we're taking a win where we can get it. He did what I said. I th- he Hello? did. This podcast is helping people. That's what I'm That's saying. That's literally your first real life win. No, tr- for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my dad texted me after he listened to our Scandaval episode. Oh, because we didn't say this, but your parents are basically like the Vanderpump the authority. Like the authority. They're, they're in their 70s and they are like they like their knowledge. We should have had them on along with Aaron because their knowledge of the show is encyclopedic. And for yeah. my dad to text me and be like, uh, you know, Tom and Ariana, it is well known that they have had an open relationship for a very long time. In fact, and this is a direct quote, Ariana went down on who was it? Was it Lala? Lala? While Tom was in the car, Ariana went down on Lala and I quote, mowed her lawn in front of him. (laughs) God, he said that to you. Yeah. He's, we're going to have him. He is dying to come on. He might be too vulgar. I I mean, honestly, I don't want to, he might be too, too vulgar. Dom, don't. He's very unfiltered. The fact that you've said this to me. Oh, I can only imagine where you got it from, by the way. I'm literally the toned down version of him. (laughs) The fact that you've held this for me, that your dad wants to come on our podcast. I will have him on right now. Like we can just do a whole (laughs) nother episode. I will literally (laughs) shut this shit down and just start up a whole nother episode right now to do it. it. He would love um, it. Okay, so that's in the works. Um, we have more, but okay, so I'm just saving people's lives. Tom Sandoval, you're welcome. Dom, you also have news. I'm also saving lives through live performance and laughter, Chris. <laughs> I uh, My Pride show is coming up. I will talk more about it on next week's installment, but it will be on June 16th and June 22nd at The Cutting Room here in New York City. It is... The thing that I am proudest of ever, the stage show, I think that I'm the proudest to have written and put together. It is a ridiculous account of my coming out because to meet me for two seconds is to think, why would this person have to go through the trouble of coming out? All he does is just get out of the car and, you know, speaking visually, whatever. So it's sort of that whole journey and it's funny. And, you know, I wasn't going to do a pride show. This year, but then all of this shit just started happening with all of this anti-queer legislation. And I'm very, you know, I'm I'm of an age where I still believe it is my responsibility to represent and uh, talk to people about my experiences and why it does actually get better and why we will just keep winning. We can't, we are, the queer movement is not a train that goes in reverse. Trains only go forward and i used a train analogy which means we were like moments we, uh, away from we inventing have, yeah. some sort of sports thing that i don't know what i'm talking about yeah this is going to be an unsubscribe um, <laughs> <laughs> um keeping all this in um <laughs> i don't think i've seen this show of yours you have not. It's brand new. It's brand oh, new. I thought it was one that you did already. Oh, I. You know, it was based on a show I had done several years ago. That's sort of the skeleton of the show. But this it. one, music, I'll have a little band with me, a pianist. It's going to be a real Got key. key. And if I can find the outfit 
that I want for this. Cause I, I already know what I want. And I'm, I'm trying to find someone who can give it to me. If, if I can find this outfit, I'm telling you it would be a legendary amount of cleavage on a New York stage. That's, really? that's all I'm going to say to you. Yes. Wow. Mine. Okay. Mine. I will tell so, you. Okay. Yeah. I will tell you as an audience member of multiple shows from Do- sir, Dominic Pupa. You almost said miss. I almost I said miss or ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> doubled over in laughter, face hurting, like peeing pants. Um, you are so funny. And I'm not just doing this to be like blah, blah, blah. But like truly, it is not. It is a, like it is must see TV is what it is. If you have the opportunity to go to this show, Please go. You will see me shooting tears and throwing up from laughing so hard. But like it, you really are so funny and it truly, truly is going to be a night to remember. Well, I love you and I love that you, that very kind review. And I've been telling anyone who will listen, like if you are not a fan of mine, you should come to the show to meet Chris DeRosa from Fixing Famous People. You're not. You have He's Howie Mandel's best friend. (laughs) I want Howie Mandel to. I want Howie Mandel to open for me at the cutting room. For this you the cutting room. Well, listen. I mean, as much as we might want to shit on Howie Mandel, he must be given flowers for really playing. A no, part you're right. What am I doing in introducing the world to Dame Meghan Markle, who is a personal hero of fixing famous people? That is true. I, oh, I'm not right, trying because, to soften oh, you're right him. because of, because of deal or no deal. I was like, wait, what oh, happened? Yes. Oh I yeah, like, I was like, what are you what talking are you, about? Howie Mandel's <laughs> actually her biological father. No, I was like, did he like have her on a show? And I was like, oh no, wait, actually, yes. Like it was deal or no deal. Yes, she was a case she for girl. Opened yeah. many a suitcase at his demand on yeah. the NBC show. So deal funny, no you're right. Deal. Wow, things really do come full circle, don't they? They really do. Your worst enemy My is actually nemesis. one of your saviors. <laughs> Wait, you know that that's a Jenna Maroney. You know I say it because of the Jenna Maroney quote whenever whenever Liz goes, um, Jenna, if you don't want to come out of your dressing room, I know Jenny McCarthy's available. And she rips the door open and goes, my nemesis. I did not know that's where that came from. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love. You know I love 30 Rock. Oh, goodness. No, you know that I do too. Yeah. You know that I'm a, like, I'm a, me- I'm a line-o-rama of Jenna Maroney. <laughs> What did she say to the woman whose apartment we literally she wanted- did this already like, <laughs> on the podcast? I don't know. I can't remember, but literally the woman you is ancient like, bitch. Yes, she goes. She goes. Oh, like hey, Mrs. Whatever. But she goes. Oh no, my heart. It's getting stronger. And she goes, you ancient bitch. <laughs> and then it cuts back to whatever scene it was. It's my favorite. I mean, I have many favorite moments on that show. That's absolutely top five. That little uh, five second exchange. So funny. Did I think we did this because then the next one that I said, I literally say my favorite one is whenever she said, no, we did it off. We did not record this. That's what it was. No, we'll my, leave that in though. My favorite is whenever Liz is trying to make Jenna like be young, but Jenna thinks that like being old is now chic and hot. So she like planted a story that she was like 65. So then Liz plants a story that she's like 12. And so she's like, Liz, whoever, whoever planted the story, I'm going to do what I did to my own ribs. Take them out. It is one of the great crimes of the 21st century that Jane Krakowski did not win an Emmy for her work on 30 Rock. It doesn't it doesn't even make sense to when me. You, and you at know all. that 
I worked with her once and was completely starstruck and could not even say hello to her because I was so starstruck by her. And she was talking about because someone else brought up like an Emmy nomination and they were like, yeah, I got nominated for a bunch of things, but I never won. And she's like, yeah, and it never gets easier. And she like was like, she definitely like, <sighs> and I was like, I love you. And my boss was like, get out of this room because you are scaring everyone. And I was she like, has won a Tony though. She did win a Tony for Grand Hotel, which I saw her in, which uh, literally before you were born. How many times do you oh, think, really? I, do you think that our listeners are going to say every time Dominic says before you were born to Chris that we take a shot? They should. What, what year was it? Was it really before I was born? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, Grand Hotel was like nine, 90, 1990. I would have been like a babe or, a, or literally a, a fetus. Yeah. I knew Jane Krakowski from she used to she was a teenager on a, a soap that my grandmother used to watch called Search for Tomorrow. And she played like the she played the troubled teen, the scheming troubled teen. Wait, that's so fun. The character's name was T.R. Wait, really? don't know. I can't. I, it was literally T.R. stood for like Jane's, Teresa Rose. I'm sorry. Where's Jane Krakowski's memoir? Oh, that's a really good one. I don't we, it, it has where to be is it? on route, right? Where is it? Where is it? Do we get to her? Where is it? Maybe it. Let's not just fix people who are in trouble. Let's also just send emails <laughs> just to Jane Krakowski like, saying, just, "Write a memoir. You're welcome. Please, please write a memoir. Hi, please write a memoir. Thank you. <laughs> you ancient uh, bitch. You ancient bitch. Where's her memoir? Should I start put, taking to Instagram and talking about this? She needs to write a memoir. Why not? I need to hear about TR in what was it? Search for tomorrow. The search tomorrow for tomorrow. Link. Oh, I was right. <laughs> it was search for. Did you get? You just <laughs> thought of the guess, cheesiest I, three words I, you could I guess. I guessed. The other side of midnight. That where's her memoir? Should I end the show like that now? Instead of you did say it the same way as where Shelley. No, but it's I. I feel it the same way. I my emotion of it is the same. Oh, speaking of. Where uh, us, our favorite. Speaking topic. of speaking Scientology. of us. <laughs> no, speaking of us meeting this podcast, I want to address something that several people have uh, mentioned about it. Do you know what I'm going to say right now? No, because there's too many things I'm thinking about. <laughs> Apparently, we, you more than me, but now increasingly me, are what, and I'm using the words of someone who texted me this, are abusing the word literally. Literally, yeah, I say it all the time. I'm aware. I hear, I edit the podcast. I hear myself. I I know. Well, I don't, you know, I want to make sure that we are appeasing the people that are loyal to us. And I never think that we're above being fixed ourselves. So I'm not going to tell you what to do, but at least for me, rather than say that, I'm going to use the word clitorally from now on. And I hope that everyone enjoys it. <laughs> that actually, I think, will help me <laughs> to like not say it. Because <laughs> it will change the word in my head. But I will tell you that every single person that is the same age as me uses the word literally as a filler word mm. or as a way to much like, like, which sure. I say all the time as well. Sure. Those two words especially are two filler words that I will lean on till the day that I die because it I also am rubs off millennial. It what? also, are you a millennial tech? I guess yeah, you are I technically. Am. Yeah. I'm like smacked out. I'm like born and bred millennial. 
I listen to our earlier episodes and I hear you doing it. And then I listen to more recent episodes. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm doing it too. I'm in my mid seventies and I'm still susceptible to the people around me instantly. No, I want to do exactly what Jenna Maroney did. I want people to think that I'm in my mid seventies. And so So when they see me in person, they'll be like, oh, you're really 65. That's great. Yeah. That's I'm not 65 people. <laughs> Please don't come up to me and say you look over 65 because I'll I'm going to say that myself at track of the I'm going to, I should open, I should introduce you. That's I'm literally, scandalous. I'm literally already like putting myself in your show. I should introduce you and say, this is the most beautiful 65 year old you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and so many people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get off the stage. Like, I will have Howie Mandel surprise you, come out and push I, you off the stage. Please do. And just to be bitter about it, I'm going to make sure he is in head to toe camo so you won't even be able to see him coming. I won't coming. even be able to see him coming. Wow, mm-hmm. what a callback. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the comedy genius. That's why everyone okay. doesn't know who the fuck I am. I mean, I feel like it's time for us to get to our client and our guest. Let's get into but it. This is a good one. This is like someone I've been wanting. This is someone who like when I when we were thinking of the idea for this podcast, this person is at the top of a list. It's, you know, that is true. I mean, she was literally in the first five names of people that we wanted to do. <laughs> and I'm I'm chomping at the bit. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a yeah, lot this, to get into with this one. This is your gal, this one right here. She is absolutely, you, you do talk about her. A lot. I mean, more than the press does at this point. You no, are yes, sort of her hype 100% correct. Um, all right, let's just get to it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, we have the montage queen herself. She's a director of stage and screen, an actor of stage and screen. I met her through DMs about the Real Housewives of New York. She is, if you ever listen to Bitch Sesh, a gem, like a, a crown jewel of that podcast. She is Miss Deanna Chang. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you. Chris, we've really dealt with each other on on those DMs. And thank God. I mean, it's so natural. I feel like you and Dominic and I have all been best buds prior to this mm-hmm. moment. Anyone that meets through DMs about the Real Housewives of New York, that's that's a marriage. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a lifelong commitment right there. I mean, that's right. Deanna and I have sent minutes long 
like voice notes to each other. You know, we basically have had phone conversations without being on the phone together. Like it's it's not even just like, oh, haha, this is funny. Like we're unpacking people, things, places, <laughs> tragedies. Like, so yeah, have to. And, yeah, and we're about to do another one right now. Should we should we just dive into it? I think we should. Well, of, well, sure. Yes, we always like to tell the listeners who like which of the two of us put the name on the list and this okay. was while she was an obsession of mine a mild one this is <laughs> she is uh, chris's a, a reason for waking up in the morning i'm not even gonna exaggerate yeah this is not an exaggeration. <laughs> okay so i'm gonna go kind of go through the whole situation um i took a lot of this from an insider article uh written by kim renfro and tyler s mitchell in December 2020, the this Twitter thread that has now been deleted basically claimed that Hilaria Baldwin, wife of famous actor Alec Baldwin, had been misleading the public to believe that she was from Spain for nearly a decade. They basically said it's funny that for a decade she has been like cosplaying as a as a uh, Spanish person. <laughs> she previously stated that she was born in Boston and that she spent her time growing up in Spain and in Boston. And so this, the thing about her is that she basically like doesn't, for the most part, doesn't actually lie about anything. She just like allows other people to like run with this like assumption about her that is wrong and doesn't correct them. And so like a lot of her like crimes are like in not correcting people when they miss, when they like attribute things to her that are wrong. Mm hmm. Um, so, and not just Spain, by the way. It's not just Spain. It's Mallorca. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so basically, her birth name is Hillary Thomas. Um, she referred to Spain as her home. Once all this comes out, she does a New York Times article. And she defends herself saying that home is where her parents lived. And if the, if they moved to China, that she would refer to China as her home. Which, like, do any of you, like, my parents don't live in the place that I grew up anymore. Like, I don't refer to that as my home. It's not my home. It's their home. Well, yeah. And you don't, you know, change your name when your parents make a move. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You don't forget how to pronounce cucumber yeah, when your parents that. make a move. <laughs> yeah. How you say eh? cucumber? Because she's just not correcting people, or that's what yeah. she would say. But yeah. she's a fair-haired. She grew up fair-haired, fair-skinned, and she is not that any longer. Which you know, we're not appearance shaming or anything like that. But I don't think this was just, hey, I need a makeover. This was a this this was a race over basically. Yeah. Like that's what it was that, a race over. Yeah. Um, okay, so she marries Alec Baldwin in 2012. Um, the New York Times reports her name as Hilaria Lynn Thomas. Excuse me, Elaria <laughs> Lynn Elaria. Thomas, which she told the New York Times that's how you pronounce it. Um, a People magazine story at the time said she wore a Spanish veil and said, I liked that I brought a bit of my culture. Um, she told Vanity Fair España that her family couldn't pronounce her new surname, Baldwin. Oh Lord! Um, Can you just read that one again? Because it is, I I have not heard that before, yeah. and yeah. that takes it. That's the popper. She told Vanity Fair España that her family couldn't pronounce her new surname Baldwin. I just want to just want to breathe in that. Yeah, that bullshit. It's just so good. This is where she starts to get a little like test in the waters. You know what I mean? I'll say. 
She soon appears on Good Morning America with a distinct accent and creates an Instagram account that often has captions in both English and Spanish. When questioned on Twitter, she admits that she was born in Boston and spent much of her childhood there. Um, Alec, this is a big one that I did not know. Alec then goes on the Late Late Show with David Letterman in April of 2013 and says that his wife is from Spain and that she and then he does an imitation of her accent. He basically says, like, my wife is from Spain. And so I think that is where, again, like, he legitimizes her as, like, a celebrity. But I think also, too, like, it's not her. She didn't say it. And well, so she that did were- say it at some point. She yeah. did say to Alec Baldwin at some point, I'm from Spain. From Spain. <laughs> Do you think yeah. that, like, no, I mean, no. this was, you don't think that the grift was happening? No, I think the grift happened and he, like, got caught up in it. And then yes. as this comes out in 2020, he's like, what? And, like, has to then pretend like he knows, he knew the whole time is what I think happened. Are we in agreement on that? You're saying yeah. that he knew... That he she did wasn't not from know. Spain. He, he did, did not, not know. know until like the Twitter verse explode, like until the the yeah. like American culture told him that she was not from Spain. And so, base. So you think that at a certain point in their marriage, after they'd already had several children, yes, yeah, like three Baldwinitos. This exists. Times article yeah. comes home one day and says, "What the fuck?" And she just <laughs> yes. says, "I am sorry, my <laughs> name's Hillary." You think that's no, how it I, went? I actually do. Is that bad that I really think that that's what happened? I don't know well, if it's bad. I hope that that's the truth. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. He's he's an interesting bird. And I feel like he probably didn't ask a lot of hard-hitting questions no, correct. to this woman. I think yes. she seems to be in service to him in many ways. Like there's certain men – They're not looking for – he's not looking for, like, a businesswoman who has her own company. And, you know, he he wants somebody who's going to take care of him and look good. And I think she does seem to have, like, a lovely personality. I'm sure she's got got a je ne sais quoi to her. And I think it all worked. Oh, she's beautiful. Alec Baldwin on late night television was a huge moment in the – development of this public persona of Hilaria, you know, like was, you know, his, his legitimizing it was that and the cucumber were the watershed moments, moments. in this, in this room. Yeah. The cucumber was really something. If you haven't watched the cucumber, how you say cucumber. It's in the, don't worry, um, we're getting, we're getting there. Don't worry. Do we have drops? Like it's so important. No, it is. I might need, we might need to put <laughs> the audio <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh wait, I forgot that they met at Pure Food and Wine. It's literally so great. Like that is like, of course, that's where they met. And she was like trolling for men there, probably. You know, she was she knew there's something about it that you just it just feels like they both were in a perfect time in their lives to to connect and be weird together, you know? Yeah. Okay, so then, like, after she starts to become, like, famous as Alec Baldwin's wife, basically, a lot of these media outlets begin to write stories and posts about Hilaria, calling her things like a woman from Spain, growing up between Boston and Spain, Spanish-American, and a Spanish-born beauty. And most of these stories, like, as to date, like, don't have corrections issued, which means that, like, Mm. she didn't reach out to them and say, hey, this isn't right. Or, like, they haven't, like, deemed that as, like, incorrect information that they were sharing. Um, which again is like not on her, but it's like not not on her. You know what I mean? So it's like 
it's it's similar to like a George Santos. Like I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jewish. Like right. she's like catching him on a technicality and being like, no, 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 you know. Which well, I it's think like a like, game of chicken. Anyone who anyone who before the the revelation, anyone who said that she was Spanish would look foolish for not having asked maybe one person <laughs> outside of her if this was accurate information. So it's a game of chicken because they're like, well, I'm not going to look that stupid. And then she's thinking to herself, well, I'm certainly not going to call anyone and say, oh, you got my race wrong in this article. Sorry if I misled you. Yeah. Um, she then keeps getting like she gets on like 15 best dressed Latina stars of the week and like on articles. I cannot. Oh I cannot. So crazy. She hosts an event for Ola magazine. Um, they write in that magazine writes a profile on the Baldwins and they say that she was born in Spain and that Spanish is her native language. And she and they issued a correction once like all of the drama happened. But like mm -hmm. up until then, apparently it had not. <laughs> um, she then refused to give her, the writer from Vanity Fair, Espana, any of her biological information. Um, and yeah, that will, that's not helpful. Yeah. Like, she can't be giving biological information out. That, <laughs> that won't help her. That's a red no. flag. Um, but then basically in 2014, her parents make this website and they basically like talk about their life and like where they lived and all this stuff. And basically there's all this, this information that like her mom worked in, at, in Massachusetts from 1992 until 2012. Her dad said like, he was greatly influ influenced by Spanish culture, but not because I have an iota of Spanish blood in my veins. <laughs> and he mentions that he lives in Mallorca now, but like he, you know, the, it, like I do believe the the story that like they did spend a lot of time in Spain, that her parents really liked like Spain. They spoke Spanish together in the house. Like I do understand that like it, she is immersed in Spanish culture, but basically like there's all this information on like coming from her parents that refute that she is Sp like truly Spanish. And then here we get to the infamous clip of Hilaria on the Today Show alongside Telemundo host Evie Siskos, where she demonstrates how to make an authentic gazpacho. She speaks in a very heavy accent and forgets the English word for cucumber. Later, <laughs> she says that it was because she was nervous of being on TV and it was a brain fart. Now, Girl. Deanna, go, the, the cucumber, Girl. go, tell me. Come on. I, you know, it's just, <laughs> I think you're being very generous in talking about her being immersed in Spanish culture. All of that's great. You know, yeah. um, it is hard to be regular. It is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to not be special, you know, <clears throat> and being great at yoga is not going to cut it. No, we got to add some things on, you I'm know, dead. so <laughs> I just I, I I think that at some point. Her having this, her family loving Spain and enjoying the culture just went left. And I would give anything to know what that moment was for her, where she had a little accent or she said something in some kind of way that piqued someone's interest. I mean, I feel like there is a moment in her life that happened where she got attention for being misunderstood to be Spanish and from Spain. And I think she just felt special. She felt different. And she was like, this is it. I can't ever stop feeling this way. I know exactly when it was.
She went in high school to Spain. She like cons- immersed herself in the thing. Also, it, like went to Spain for the summer. School's out. She went to yeah. Spain. She was m- making out with Spanish boys. She's speaking fluent Spanish. Mm-hmm. She's like getting like you know what I mean. She's eating the food. She's doing like she's doing all the stuff that like we think of in like in a movie, like in a rom com, where this girl in high school goes and she's gonna make out with Spanish boys and like do yeah. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. She comes back to school in Boston, Massachusetts. Right. And go and they say, What did you do this summer? And she literally like whips around and is like, Perodo. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oops. Oh, I actually was in Spain all summer. And they people were fucking jizzing their pants over that. And every right. guy was chasing her. And then she was like, I am Spanish. And even so, and basically, like a lot of the people she went to high school with, they were like, she was obsessed with like wanting to be Spanish. So mm-hmm. crazy. No, I, I co-sign any sort of theory that comes with I'm going to change my personality in order to get better dick. That had to play into yeah. this. Yeah. At some yeah. Point. It had to. We've right. all been there. Well, <laughs> some of us have been there on more than one occasion. And it's uh, <laughs> I just don't know that I would let it shape my entire life. And what I also want to comment on as well is that I love that her parents are part of the unraveling. In all of these cases, it's the people's, and we're going to talk about Rachel Dolezal in a few weeks on Fixing Famous People, but the, the fact that the parents were sort of unwittingly revealing their lives and it, it, it contributed to her downfall because her parents aren't just Caucasian. They're like prototype Caucasians, yes. like yeah, yes. Boston, yeah. Harvard educated, making sure they back up from it when they say, hey, you know, not that there's a drop of Spanish blood in my body. Like they were right. incredibly, she's got a brother named Jeremy. It's like they're not, yeah. they're getting whiter. <laughs> the more we talk about it, the whiter they she's do getting. They get whiter. They do. And her children with love couldn't, they, okay. Do they look like either of them? I am so confused, and I understand she's darkened her hair, but let's put that over to the side. Mm-hmm. This army of children, to me, <laughs> army look is the nothing right. yeah. like yes. either of them. I'm like, who are they? They look like each other, but to me, I don't see either of them in these children. They're and blonde. I'm just going to put the that to the are side. Blonde. Yes, the kids Toe heads. <laughs> and this is where the story gets, I don't want to say sinister, but it's a little bit like if you're going to pretend to be this person, okay. Even if your husband goes on a late night show and lies about your race, it's like, you know what? You, you, you're, you're in show business. You all live in a dream world anyway. Just say whatever the fuck you want. We're going to laugh at it and be done with it. But then they have all of these children and they start naming them Rafael and Eduardo. And it's like, this is where you're like, what's going on Uh, in your brain that you have to take this, you know, so you, so you fucked up on the today show and you said cucumber. Why are you naming your children? Something that is, that is not their heritage. That's when it seemed sort of very deliberate. Like it didn't seem at that point that it went left. It seemed like, I'm driving this bus. No, I'm triple. I'm, I'm like tripling I'm gonna, down. I'm on I'm gonna this. dye yeah. my children's hair black if people don't stop asking me all of these questions. And I'm gonna try to gaslight the planet by giving them these Latinx names, and none of them, not even a little bit, could be mistaken for anything other than the most White. Caucasian Caucasians. 
I'm looking at a picture of them right now and it, it's it's just it's shocking. It's also like Alec is 64. No, and yes. you know what's happening? <laughs> what is there is and there was a pile up. At one point one baby came out and then <laughs> months later another baby was there. I'm like this right. is something's happening that's just they're literally piling up. And <laughs> Oh, she, so she had a baby. There's just so many children. No, you can't keep them straight. And she had a baby in her arms, and literally months later, an additional baby <laughs> yes. was presented. Now that baby did not come out of her. That was a surrogate baby, mm-hmm. right. and that's great. It's amazing. Except for the fact that her husband is 64 years old. And that is the patriarchy, guys. Like the fact that we aren't spinning around in a circle questioning Alec Baldwin having a pile up of babies in his mid to late 60s. That's strange. I one time, this was like right when I moved to New York City. And he was in, so it would have actually been like 2013, 14, like it would have been like 2014, probably. Mm-hmm. I was on the Upper West Side, I want to say, and I saw him walking down the street. It was like summer, so he's just in like a t-shirt looking horrible. He mm-hmm. has his multiple, two of the original Balbonitos, like the, the older ones mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was just walking down the street with his two kids in like a little play car and when I tell you, he looked fucking miserable. Of course. Miserable. He's, he's, he's he has older. eight children. Yeah. It's he's, too much. He can't, he can't stop working. He has to feed eight children and he's going to be dead decades before their mother's going to be. I would I look mean, miserable too. Are you guys both from Long Island? Are we all from Long Island here? No, I'm not. I'm from I like- am from Long Island. Yeah. Okay. Dominic, I felt you were from Long Island. And Chris, I thought maybe you were. No, people often say that, but I'm not. Okay. A lot of people think I'm Amy Fisher when they meet me. That's why. (laughs) I will say, being as someone from Long Island, there's also, you know, we, we have to push against our natural instincts, which is to be too much. You know, that's do do either of you do that? (laughs) Absolutely. How dare you? (laughs) You can't help it. So you want the person who's pretending to be Spanish because it's exciting. Like you want frost in your hair. You want stuff sparkly. You want your coffee cup to be bedazzled. You want extra blonde stripes that look like stripes that are frosted in your hair. You want it. It takes other people and and restraint to not go for cheesy over the top things. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like that is part of why he finds his way into all this of this. Yeah, the dra- this like drama, like all the the hullabaloo. The hullabaloo. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's hard to fight. When he's like, oh, oh, sure, let's have two kids at the same time. Like, you know, right? right? Like, to your point, like, he's ready to, like, just, like, you know, be like, get this surrogate fired up. Like, you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. there could be, right. you know what I mean? It's like, let's, like, you know, they got multiple pots on the on the stove. Like, they're just, he's like, that's, there he is. There he I, is. He I, can't I pull that. back. 
No, I love no, it's compulsive. It, it's it's not he it's all you don't want to say that he can't help it, but what you're saying is first of all fucking hilarious about Long Island. It's like, I'm going to use that with my husband all the, like five minutes when we're done here, I'm just going to say, I can't help any of this. I'm from Long Island. Like I'm going to use that forever. That's what I took from your, from it's, your well, it's so the funny. truth. You it know, is, when you no, look it is, at the no, Long Island stars, it's like, we see, you know, we, when you see them acting up, you know, it is their nature. They mm-hmm. can't really it takes a lot to fight it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to do too much. Hilari is from Boston, another place of like people with a lot of energy that are very loud. That are, You know what I mean? It's like a stereotypical person's very loud. They're very like in your face. Like You know what I'm actually realizing when you just said that, that she's from Boston in a different way for, than being in New York City. When I'm in Boston, I do feel that there is a very white, do you guys agree um, with that? You just feel like yeah. it's very Caucasian and yes. not a lot of diversity. Um, I'm not – that's not built on facts. That's just a feeling. That's I don't actually know built what the vibes. numbers are. But going on vibes, I'm always like, wow, it's aggressively Caucasian here. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, you, to your point, even her traveling to somewhere like Spain was so exotic, most likely. Yeah. Yes. Um, to everyone around her. I don't know if she was pretending to be. Do Do we know if she was pretending, uh, to be of uh, of Latin descent before she met him and became a public figure? Because these yoga studios were already, she she was already a business owner and kicking ass before she met Alec Baldwin. It's not like he met her, gave her all this money, and turned her into something. She was already kicking ass before so I, I don't, i'm not trying to say like she didn't need to do this but she didn't need to do this you know it's i didn't not, think it's she not... need, i think that their relationship was predicated upon a lie i think that she, she's on the phone with her someone in spain she's like hello blah, blah. you know what i mean she's like speaking spanish to them and he's like oh my god like this beautiful like spanish like lolita that i'm about to get and then literally she was like oh wait he thinks i'm spanish and then i think she went with it and i think Again, she never said anything, but I think he saw like they're in the they're in pure food and wine. They're chatting. She's talking to her friend in Spanish. He comes up to them. He's a famous A-list actor. He's like, you know what I mean? And then they're all speaking Spanish. He thinks she's beautiful. Where did you grow up? Oh, in Spain. He just hears Spain. He doesn't hear Boston. Like, I think exactly what you're saying is what I I, that's all this is allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. And like just my imagination. But like, why not? The most egregious of all this is that she then makes this post one day saying that she is multi and that basically she is like fluid and she says when you are multi, it can feel hard to belong and that nothing inside you can truly exist in a segregated environment. And you don't need to explain or get into the uncomfortable prove it conversation. You don't owe that to anyone. We need to normalize the fact that we are all unique. Our culture, languages, sexual orientations, religions, political beliefs are allowed to be fluid, all caps. No two of us are completely alike. I need a nap. That's kind of where that, where the story ends in the sense of like her talking about her orient, like her ethnicity. But she, I think that's the most, um, egregious of all of them because I feel like she's very likening herself to like 
trans people, non-binary, like people, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like you're none of those things. Like, don't you fucking no. dare! And you to don't go back get to, to do that. Yeah, you don't no, get like, to at do all. that. Like at all. That speech makes her almost not re- redeemable. You know, it, it it makes our job harder because you look for that little grain in there where it's like, well, you know, are you going to be willing to admit your mistakes? That's a whole speech of I'm this kind of douchebag and I'm actually right. not going to. Because it would be nice, you know, to anyone out there who's actually Latinx, who's, you know, had their journey in this life and she's she has stolen that for her own and it's not okay you know so if she had one moment of humility in there where she said you know i i actually feel like i let things go a little too far and for that i'm sorry you know that would be helpful but instead it's all of our fault that we have an opinion on her and her silliness and the other thing is like just say like yeah, it's exactly what you said, Deanna. Like, literally one sentence that says, like, hey, I might have taken things a little too far. We That goes miles and miles and miles and miles. Correct? It does. And in the – that's where, you know, I would – I wonder if psychologists have weighed in because to go so hard when, you know, we have the World Wide Web – and you went to high school with people and you went to college with people. It's just fascinating. It, it, there's something in there that feels like, well, that's got to be some sort of condition on top of. You knew. How would, how did this story end for you? Right. How did you think this was going to end? And it didn't. It ended with her pointing the finger at us. It's our fault. Yeah. Our why fault. am I in trouble for your yeah, weird no. behavior? <laughs> yeah. No, like literally. I would love to know if she prepared that cucumber thing prior. I, I think she probably did, guys. I think that was a plan. There's just no true. way there wasn't. That she was like, I'm going to forget. I'm going to – it's so much fun to be from Spain that I'm going to forget the name of this basic vegetable when I get out there. That that I have chosen to use in this demonstration. Right. Yeah, they didn't fling a right? cucumber like, at yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, like a mystery veg. No, it was literally it was part of a yeah, it was it was she it wasn't the first time she was seeing it. Like she knew right. exactly what was going to happen. Correct. I mean, yeah, if it was like even if it was pomegranate, you know, that can that's some you're not always around a pomegranate, you know, but cucumber. I know. <laughs> Okay, I think we should – I mean, how do we fix her? That's the question. Oh, oh boy. Here's my pitch. And I know that, like, this show is slowly going to just devolve into, like, you should do a reality show. Like, that's going to be one of our pitches every single time, <laughs> I feel like, for every person. But it's always right. It's all, Yeah, right. Uh, it's always the right path. Whether yeah. you choose it or not is up to not, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this reality show that they are going to do. They are going to do the Baldwinitos Take Mallorca. I can. Not. You know this is right. You know that oh, I'm right. My God, it's already set up. They are going to take cameras with them. We are going to see Eladio. We're going to see the nine thousand children and Alec Baldwin get on a plane. Okay. They are going to go to Mallorca. They are going to go to her family's house. They are going to see all of her family members a lot. Something I didn't put in the something that was in a lot of the documents that I read about her 
transgressions where like she said like there were 40 people from my family in spain that came over we're gonna see every single one of those 40 people we're gonna see her parents we're gonna see them speak in spanish to each other we're gonna subtitle whatever we need to we're never gonna you know what i mean it's like there's no like everyone speaking english because we're here i want a minimum six episode show where they just go to Spain and let it rip. Do whatever they do. We're going to see her meet up with her friends. We're going to see her meet up with yeah. like, you know, oh, remember when I was in high school and I would come here to this place? Oh my God, the owner is my friend that I was, her mom owned this place when we were 16. She goes in, they have dinner. Alec Baldwin's there. Everyone's so excited. They're talking. They're like, you know, oh my God, I remember when you came over here from Boston for the summers and you would have, we would have so much fun. It's like the fucking I'm proving this to everyone and go fuck yourself tour of Hilaria Baldwin, where she literally just like lives it up in Spain. We see that she lives there. We see their home. We see their life. We see Alec being like a bloated mess on the bed every like, you know what I mean? What's he doing? We see the nannies. We see all the help they have. We see everything. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. I don't the know what you got there, there, Dominic, but that's pretty good. It's not, I mean, as usual, it's not as reasonable or colorful <laughs> as, as Chris's idea, but <clears throat> I don't, she doesn't get out of this without leaning into it at, to me and saying like, you know what? I, I'm a fucking idiot. I mean, that's all you ever really want people in trouble to say is just to look yeah. in the camera. You know what? I'm a fucking idiot. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I thought the world was stupid enough to believe this and you you weren't. I'm busted. Can you imagine someone would say that they were a race when the thousands of people they grew up with are are there to verify that I'm lying? So it's, you know, not those exact words, but the only way she needs to lean into what she knows, just fitness and mm -hmm. cooking. And I mean, I've already had enough of the children. Children are not my thing anyway. So whatever we do, the children cannot be a part of it moving forward mm -hmm. for me because I've had... Her kids should be allowed, by the way, to change their names when they become a certain They're going to have age. to remove like, some accents. Yeah. yeah for their yeah, 16th yeah, yeah, birthday, yeah. it's just like, my name is Raphael, but you honestly, just please call me Will Ralph. For the rest right, of the Ralph. Yeah, Ralph is good. Weird. And you didn't figure, and you you let the, the grift flow over to my name, and that's not cool. No. No, they've made scarred for life, literally. Like for life so they need to stop that but the pitch really is for me just to have her on a show called i wish i was that to let you know it's okay to be imaginative <laughs> mm -hmm. it is okay to appreciate other cultures you yeah. just can't lie about being one. Well. sort of like own the mistake learn about other cultures it's a little you know may he rest but a little bourdain ish a little bit where we're just going to different places with someone maybe it's someone who appreciates um you know some sort of european uh, let's, let's pick any european culture and they've just always wanted to go there you bring them there ilaria brings them there and immerses them in the culture and they get to uh, experience it and talk about it and then sort of take everything they can from that culture and put it in their lives. And she's always sort of joking with a wink and a nod in every episode. Maybe she's, maybe the microphone she uses is in the shape of a cucumber when she talks into it or whatever. It's like the whole show has to be, I wish I was that where right. almost sort of, you know, not her children, but aimed at a younger audience about imagination is okay. Cause you never want to quell that, but you're just <laughs> not allowed to like 
pretend you're the thing that yeah. you might steal. Thank steal. you. Yeah. You know, I'll just steal. The subject is going to go back to Boise, Idaho and like continue their life after they go to like. Sure. Like, Bring know, the culture to- back to where you're from. And that maybe that's what the show is. You know, it's a little bit, it's a little shark tanky where you're just taking the experience. How do I bring Ethiopian cuisine back to Boise, Idaho? Mm. I, you know, I'm not going to pretend I'm Ethiopian, but I'm in love with the culture. I'm going to immerse myself and then bring it back and get people to experience a new culture. That's I lovely. wish I was that. Well, you're not. Yeah. I wish I was that. Within reason. When they first were like, you're not Spanish. She would have been like, I love Spain. I love this culture. It's amazing. I've been introduced to it my whole life. Like, I just love it. It's a huge part of who I am. Like, all this goes out the window. But I don't think that she could have because her husband thought that she was Spanish. (laughs) And I think that's what hindered us from the beginning. What Deanna was saying before about wanting to know what was that moment. It It was probably a very slow burn with her. I mean, I think that there was a... I would the moment I want to know was the panic moment where she's like, I can't turn this around now. I cannot go to the public and say, this is what's happened. And I think the one, two punch of cucumber and Alec imitating her was sort of like, we're screwed. Like I can't, how do I even apologize for this now? First of all, you may want to put a little note in that says like, Take a shot every time we say cucumber because (laughs) (laughs) we have said it, guys. There is like, no, like I'll never stop saying cucumber. Like I will never because wow, you know. I'm gonna say cucumber every time I'm supposed to say cucumber, and I will immediately and publicly apologize for saying it that way. Yeah, (laughs) which is what she should have done. Just to get ahead of it. Just to get ahead of it. So, Deanna, who wins? Oh, Lord. Guys, guys, guys. This is thrilling. Um, I got okay. So, wow, would it be refreshing for like Dominic said, for her to just come out and say, you know, oops, I I did it again and I yeah. made a mistake. <laughs> and you know what? I am just so crazy for this culture, guys, that I let it get ahead of me and out of, of me. control and the best of me. I let it get the best of me. It went like <laughs> wildflower. And I got to tell you, but the idea of them all going to Spain is fun. I like the <laughs> reality show. I really do. I feel it would be helpful for us to see. And I do want the numbers. Did 40 people actually come from Spain to their wedding? Like, I don't even believe that, but okay. Mm. There are people that came. They had to have, you know. So I think it was 10. That's my feeling based on no facts. I don't think it was 40. I don't think she can ever control herself. You know, I feel it's everything has to be pushed. Um, But I think it would be helpful to see like, oh, wow, she is crazy for this culture. And I have a sense of why she went so hard in this direction, mm-hmm. whether it be right, wrong, or or whatever. So I'm interested in the reality show. I would watch. I also think Alec, you know, it would be fun to see him because he doesn't know like a Spanish, I have to imagine. No, I, not a one. And so just seeing him in that, that arena would be fun. And, you know, it could be a nice reality show. 
it could i mean it, it actually sounds like it would help him as well too yeah. that might be what he I think they both need it i think they both they also both need like a reset they both need a vacation it's been a rough year Mm. I they are now fused when when her storyline came out I was like oh he's gone baby gone I thought he was so gone guys Mm. I was like there's no way because Alec Baldwin he's a very intelligent man oh yes he's very well you know he can spit game he that's the crazy part. I think mean, he loved it. He loved being the Lucy to her Ricky. And oh it God. felt good to him. You know, he <laughs> loved it. And so he's been played. It's goofy. But he, there's one million children. They're in too deep. And now with this horrible onset, shooting and killing of a beautiful dp which is just like breathtaking the whole thing is breathtaking they are fused for life they will go down go up go down go sideways go spin around together because that's that do you agree a hundred percent. They well, they now need each other. Like it's very much like a host virus situation, and I'm not sure <laughs> which one is which who's in who? that scenario. It, it, it probably changes. Mm-hmm. He's about to be a grandfather, by the way. Remember his the his eldest daughter, Ireland, who he has with Kim Basinger, oh, yeah. is very pregnant. So he's about to be uh, a grandfather, which to me, all I then want is for Ilaria to have one more kid because I love when an uncle is younger than their niece yes. or nephew. Love that. Just well, I got my husband is an uncle <laughs> younger. He, there's a 20 year age difference between his sister and him. So we, uh, he is, he's an older uncle. And oh my God. He's, I love that. On, yeah. I always oh, love that. A younger he's, uncle. I'm sorry. He is no, no. Okay, he's not quite that. His nieces and nephews are a few years younger. So it sounds like I won. It. I think you won, Chris, just because I think it's actually the more possible path based on <laughs> what she said in her, <laughs> you know, statement. Multi her multi post. Her multi post. She's not ever gonna do that pipe dream that Dominic has is just not happening. I only do so. pipe dreams, Deanna. I'm sorry. It's the only <laughs> like every time someone goes on her, it's like, well, Chris's is actually doable and Dominic's is from the planet, not gonna fucking happen. But you know what? I love that planet. Yeah, that's a nice planet. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Deanna, where can people find you? Oh my goodness. Well, you can find me if you'd like to find me after this. I can't tell if I'm on the right side of the law or or not. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I did. <laughs> but you can find me at Deanna M. Chang and at the Montage Queen. Dom, where can people find you? Oh, they can go to my website, which is domintary.com or Dominic Pupa on Linktree, which will bring you everywhere. You can find me at the Krista Rosa. Please like and subscribe to the show and write a review and let us know who you want us to fix next. I think we fixed it. Um, we're going <laughs> to welcome, send Ilaria. this. Yeah, we're going to send this right off to Ilaria and, and Alec. Deanna, thank you so much for being here. And where's Shelly? Goodbye. Goodbye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.